BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. LPN Deep Dives presents A Court of Thorns and Roses. With Natalie Jean and Jackie Zabrowski. Um... Man, I, you know, I behave well most of the time on during the week. I don't really do a Why, lot. Why did you get drunk last night? I am hungover. Oh, no. What'd you do last night? We just, uh, our friend who does, uh, our law professional friend who does a stream once a month with us, Mackenzie, was in town. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mackenzie's in town. And then we went out. We had me and Carolina and her and um, Amber after the stream and... Tide went on a bit. Yeah, it really punishes you. Mm. It really gets you. It doesn't matter. Even if you have like two or three drinks, just like being out and doing it just really gets you. I had more than three drinks. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, I did. I'm proud of you. I think one of the other parts that's tough about that situation is then I'm like, I don't care what I eat. That's fine. And then I was just like, oh, 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 oh. And like, it was just a bunch of stuff to make me feel bad. Feel bad. I'm sorry. At least you didn't smoke a bunch of cigarettes. Think of how bad you'd I feel. Did. You... I oh, did. No! No, I did. No. I didn't. That's an anxiety dream I have all the time. All the time. Yeah. All the time. I wake up, like, anytime I get a little drunk, I wake up and I'm like, did I? Did I smoke cigarettes last night? Yeah. It's like, like, no, you just feel like shit. <laughs> you just did this to yourself. I have dreams all the time that I have somehow retaken up smoking and I'm so upset and just like, how did I become a pack a day smoker again? I don't even remember starting smoking. Um, and, but then it's not real. No. Because it's been like pff, 2006, seven. Oh. Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah. They so don't have is- cigarettes in Prithian, though. Man, they'd be sucking them back. Who do you think would be who'd be smoking in this? Nesta certainly would be smoking oh, yeah. cigs for yeah. sure. For, for sure. sure. Um, I think the lady of the Autumn Court also would be smoking she's cigs. She's got a lot on her mind. Secret cigs. Oh yeah, she's got a lot on her mind. Secret cigs. She has to do a lot of things in secret because her life sucks. Yeah, dude. I was, I was thinking about that as I put her wig on today. Yeah, I mean, you look awesome though. I was like, I should look sadder. I should have put more like 
Except they're all beautiful, so it doesn't matter if you're getting the shit beaten out of you. Like you still look beautiful in yeah, the world of the fae. Yeah, she has to. She has to anyway. She's she not has allowed. to look this beautiful. You do look really beautiful. Thank you. I'm obsessed with this, and I don't want to take the wig off. Is that sad? Staple it on. All right. That's. I mean, that's how you get it to stay on, right? Like yeah. I don't need to just like, oh, you can just wear it. No, I have to staple it yeah. on. <laughs> yep. I just like keep looking at myself in the monitor. And I'm like, hey, bitch. Okay. 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 I'm made. I look like a Kardashian. Ooh, you okay. look better than a Kardashian. Do I? No yeah. way. You look like a fairy. Oh my god, thank you. I, I just need I think I need to get extensions. Do it, it's fun. Have you ever had extensions? Many times. Yeah. Do you put them in yourself? I always did because uh I was We're broke. trashy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, professionally they're always gonna look better. Yeah, but they're very expensive to get done, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so that's yeah. not going to happen anytime soon. But a girl can dream. Until then, I'm going to continue buying $20 Amazon wigs. Oh, that's it looks great. Right? I, I 20 would, bucks. I thought that would have been a more expensive wig. Dude! Yeah. I was, like, very surprised at this. And this was certainly going to be one of the ones I immediately sent back. But, um... Me thinks she's no, a keeper. no. You keep that for sure. I'm. I. It's weird when you feel yourself this much, though. I'm just like, fuck. Ooh, I'd fuck me. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm just. I'm flirting with myself in the monitor. Is that so wrong? There's a, a employees in the room. I'm sorry, Ryan. Um, I'm just. It's I, not directed towards him. I, I don't. I don't think it matters. Oh, in workplace, even if you're hitting on yourself. <laughs> so. I'm sort of dressed as a. A spring court courtier if Tamlin had not ruined his court. Man, So you, if he would have had, like, people with him. I love this fit. I love this look. And I feel like you would definitely be getting jolly in the closets. And I think that would be so much fun. So much better than a bark face. You are just, like, <laughs> you You look jolly in the closets, Natalie. I don't know what that means, but I, I think it's good. Banging milkmen. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Getting jolly oh, yeah. in the closets. I do have the shoulder, like, the shoulders are out. Yeah, and, like, like, and it's just the fun hair and the ears sticking out of it, too. And you're just like you're just like I'm just here for I'm not here for a long time I'm here for a good time I'm that here for like the slogan. call in my <laughs> yeah yes I only here for calling my <laughs> so <laughs> it's gonna be another horny episode gear up because I am horny for myself today and isn't that great it is great although there's nothing that horny in the actual literature no this no it's a very upsetting um, but that's why that's why we have to look at ourselves in the mirror sometimes and be like all right we're not we're not shaking the mountains with our cums today no but um I could you could you just know that you could if you wanted if to. I wanted to. <laughs> Ooh, I've got sass. I don't have like Bobby sass, but it's like a different kind of sass. Oh, this is not a Bobby wig. No. No, 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 no. No, No, you like, I feel like you should be wearing one of those like big long kimono um, robes, like half open. Oh my God, yes. I think that's what I'm going to wear on the stream today. I'm keeping the wig on. You should. I'm keeping this wig. Maybe, no, you know what this wig begs for because it's so long? Nothing on underneath. Oh, sure. Just I with mean, this, mermaid, just covering, yeah. just covering your breasts. Yeah, mermaid outfit. Hair. Hair with nipples. Oh, my God. Hairy nipples. Yep. <laughs> but I, I pluck them. <laughs> 
Hurts. This is sexy, sexy hair over the nipples. Yeah. All hair sexy on the nipples. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. Um, uh, yeah. We're going to have a slightly shorter episode just based on our scheduling this uh, this week, but it's probably but we're so just keep much happened. Oh, well, <laughs> with how attracted I am to myself today, you're going to have to staple my mouth shut after you staple this wig onto my head. Are we going to have to turn the monitor? You're going to get distracted too much? <laughs> Quit winking at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice, you know. It, it is. How often we talk about how much we don't like the look of ourselves, but how often do you feel yourself? And I feel like we need to celebrate these moments. Yeah, I, I highly recommend getting a very long mermaid red wig if this is your thing. Oh, yeah, for just, like, feeling confident? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I have a healthy medium. I'm either, like, very self-destroying or just, like... I'm the best looking person I've ever seen. <laughs> um, but that's great to give into that, too, because I feel like that's something we don't talk about very much. Yeah. I mean, it's delusional. Sure. But but you know what? There's lots of things that are delusional. And this is like a positive delusion. Mm. Mm. You know what? All right. You're right. Is there a different word for positive delusion? I feel like I always get um, like I was talking about like I'm positively nervous. Like I'm nervous in a positive way. And Jeff's like, you mean you're excited? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, but I'm nervous and I'm anxious. And he's like, yeah, that's excitement. That's what that word is. Positively nervous. So is there like is there positive delusions? I guess is that is that dreams? I guess. Um, uh, I, oh, that's hard. So positive what is it? The dreams that answer? The stars that listen? To the stars who listen and the dreams that are answered. Oh, my womb. Your womb? No, nah, just my lips. <laughs> I guess I should say my vulva. <laughs> oh, your, your downstairs lips. My downstairs Got lips. it. Okay. <laughs> just like because I can't say breasts on social media anymore, I just call them my upstairs mountains. Why not? They they shadow ban. You can't say breasts. You can't say any any anatomical word you can't say when it comes to sex. What is that going to help? Interesting. What what to what end? You're also not allowed to say the word sex either, which is like they treat it as if it's a bad word when the word sex, the word breasts that's not a bad word. <sighs> Look, I know we're not on spun right now. Oh, no. Oh, we're getting a divot. We're giving a divot. Keyword bot stuff like that does not prevent trafficking, does no. not protect, protect children. Of course it's, not. It's a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. You hear me? Band-Aid okay. on a bullet wound. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine if I was playing the bass, how fucking hot I would look. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, we got to get in here. Boom, 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 boom. Is that the way bass sounds? Boom, 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 boom. I think that's a stand-up bass. Oh, my God. Like, oh, that's what I'll play. Like, Witches of Eastwick, when she's like, and she's like playing the obu. Obu. I don't know what you're talking about. Witches of Eastwick. You're just saying abu and staring at it. I don't know what that is. As I was saying I'm a... oboe in a silly oh. way. I don't know what an oboe is. An oboe's I a... don't know a lot about instruments. It's a, it's a wind instrument. Oh, okay. I wasn't thinking about that. I think it's just a stand-up bass. <laughs> and it was between her legs, and she's like playing it really hard, and then it sets on it fire. Like a cello. Oh, maybe it's a cello. Cello! Welcome to the episode! Oh my god, Ryan, if any of this needs to be cut out, please feel free. <laughs> please we feel are, free. We are 11 minutes in, we haven't started yet. <laughs> 
I just like I'm sorry it got so horny and I needed I to it. I needed to get it out. So thank you guys so much for listening to me thirst for myself. I mean, I'm so busy thirsting for other people. It's nice to thirst for yourself every once in a while. Isn't that profound? Yeah, thank you. Let's get into we're at chapter 42. Oh, look at us. So, and a lot is going on. Yes. So, this is when we've learned that Nesta says she wants to come to the Lord's I can't meeting. believe it. I can't believe this bitch. Uh, uh, can't believe it. She says she does not want to re- be remembered as a coward, which is fair. Yes. But she has not displayed a lot of uh, consideration up to this point. So it's a little bit of a surprise to everyone. But also it makes sense because it's such a selfish reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not for other people. She's not trying to help anybody. It's just like, I don't want to look like a coward. She wants to, she knows that she will look good in the gowns. She wants the lords to see. She always she does. Saws. Yeah, man. Um, wait one second. Oh, actually, while you're doing that, I'm gonna do this. Make all your sounds. Make all my sounds. <laughs> okay. I'm sure we could do like a, a fey ASMR thing. People would fucking watch it. <laughs> the sound of winnowing. <laughs> yeah, the winnowing sound they use on the um, audio like plays of the books essentially um i'm not a fan of the winnowing why what does it sound like it sounds like that it goes like no we unnecessary if just say that they winnowed you don't need to make a sound i don't know what it would sound like but not that it would be like (laughs) yeah i think something like that that or honestly something more subtle where i feel like so that you could do it like it is something that is more like just like like something that happens on the wind Uh whoa Bites. Wow. That would be very upsetting. I would never <laughs> winnow again. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it does every time you winnow. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. We're having a silly Billy episode. I am so out of thoughts in my head this week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so she's told this to the room as they're all about to winnow out to this big meeting, this very big, important meeting. And she starts to scan the room, looking at each of them, except for avoiding Cassian's approving stare. <laughs> because, I don't know, it might make her a little distracted. Or yeah, something. man. Uh, can you imagine just him looking with a, the horn look? Oh. And just like proud of her in that moment. She's like, I can't handle somebody thinking I'm a good person. That's gross. So she looks at them all and says she wants to help. And if her story will, she will tell it. And this is like the same kind of bravery you get if somebody is going to testify in a trial and stuff like that. It's really hard. Um, Favorite tries to tell her that she doesn't need to, that she has done enough and she can be here and train with Amarin and that is help. But Nessa says no. She shuts her down. She is going. She realizes that no one is going to care about the people underneath the wall, none of the other lords, at least, and she does care. So she's going in on the pro-human front. Yes. Is she still the—she's the human—is she the human emissary? Well, so then, as she's saying all this, Reese tentatively steps up forward and asks Nesta if she would consider being the emissary to the human realm now that Feyre is High Lady. To everyone's surprise, she doesn't shut it down immediately. She almost makes a joke. 
She says that she'll consider it, but she'll make him pay through the teeth for her services. I can just only imagine her laughing at a joke probably sounds like just like dust and bones. (laughs) (laughs) Because she never does it, so she's not used to it. Yeah. Rees sketched a bow. I would expect nothing less of an Archeron sister. I poked him in the ribs, and he huffed a laugh. Welcome to the court, he said to her. You're about to have one hell of a first day. And to my eternal shock, a smile tugged at Nesta's mouth. She almost becoming a slightly less frigid B-word. Man, if only she got those cobwebs pulled out of her, she then needs I to. bet she would be feeling a lot better. That always makes me think of Drop Dead Fred when he goes in between the legs of her mother and he looks up and he goes, cobwebs! And I never understood what that meant until I was older and I saw it and I was like, <laughs> that movie's so unhinged. <laughs> holds up! Oh yeah, I mean, he's Longer great. than you remember, but it holds up. I love that actor. He was in um, Young Ones, too. Yeah! They're all nervous and, you know, about this upcoming thing. So they've accepted Nesta into this little unit that they're about to leave to go to the Dawn Court. And they're all nervous and they begin to lightly tease one another about setting bets about when the first fight will happen Mm. between the lords. And they're all like throwing money down on how many minutes it's going to be. And Reese is kind of irritated and tries to lecture them about why the gambling might not be the best thing for this time. They all grin at him. Reese sighed. A hundred marks on a fight within 15 minutes. Yeah, you knew he wanted to be a part of it, Reese. Yeah, he likes it. So they all wrap up their jesting and their japes, and the traveling begins. As sets out first to make sure there are no hidden traps awaiting them in the dawn court. Reese doesn't anticipate there will be, but, it, you know, you got to check. Mm-hmm. Reese receives the all clear from Az. Just as Feyre and Reese are about to winnow away, she sees quite a moment happening and they sort of halt their disappearing. I guess you can just stop the winnowing in the middle. It feels like that would be like sucking you into some vortex somewhere. But... Yeah, or that you get, what was it, like uh, like squanched? Oh, yeah. Squelched. Yes. Um, or only half of you shows up, but that's yeah. a different, different, it's a different place. Um, but so they stop because they, as they are about to winnow away, they see Cassian approaching Nesta. And she stands her ground as he towers over her. She lifts her chin up and looks at him. (laughs) And he says, hello, Nesta. And she actually speaks to him. She says, so you're alive. Cassian bared his teeth in a feral grin, wings flaring slightly. Were you hoping otherwise? (laughs) (laughs) I would totally stop and watch this moment happen. Oh, yeah, everybody's just like, whoa. (laughs) Because they all knew that she's been like waiting to hear from him this mm -hmm. entire time. But but they also know she can be like horrible to him. So they're all just like, what's going to happen? Yeah, is she going (laughs) to bite? Because they don't know about the extra chapter if you haven't read that. (laughs) There's a whole thing that happened there. Um, Moore tries to get in the, in between them, but Cassian dodges her hand that she reaches out towards him. Nesta blurted. You didn't come to. She stopped herself. Everyone's frozen. Cassian with laser focus on Nesta's face. Moore just watched as Cassian took Nesta's slim hand in his own, interlacing their fingers. As he folded in his wings and blindly reached his other hand back toward Moore in a silent order to transport them. 
This sounds romantic, but from Feyre's perspective, she can see that they are looking at each other as a, like battle opponents with fire in their eyes. Which so is also a different kind of sexy. It is. They're not doing this in a like tender romantic no, way. No, it's tight. Yeah, they're like they're like staring daggers into each other's eyes. Yeah. Reese and Feyre decide there isn't going to be immediate bloodshed, and as they winnow out, they hear Cassian say to Nesta, his voice low and rough. The next time, Emissary, I'll come and say hello. See, I see less awe and I see less awe and more, oh my God, they're going to rip each other like sexually apart to shreds. I think that's why I'm saying awe because I'm just like expect it. I just, I love the tightness. Yeah, I I love it. Man, there's just nothing quite like just lust that you can't have. Mm, I know. It's always better in in theory most well most of the time. No, it's I mean? very aggravating. It's very aggravating out in like in reality. Yes. Because you're just like, give it! Give it to me now! It makes me think of Veruca Salt. I understand her. Oh yeah. <laughs> I am like Veruca Salt in many ways. I'm aware of this. Yes. Not the band, but the girl from Also a little the band. Leave me lying here. Cause I don't want to go. Tell um, it, I'm bitch. pretty sure that's Veruca Salt, right? Yeah, I think so. Ryan? I think so. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, even after all the beauty Ferris scene of Prithian, as she, she is winnowed into the Dawn Court, she's taken aback by the stunning landscape of what she sees before her. She notes the semi-opalescent golden sides of the grand structures before her, and they they can only be described as sunstone in her mind. Steps and balconies and archways and verandas and bridges linked to the towers and gilded domes of the palace. Periwinkle morning glories climbing the pillars and neatly cut blocks of stone to drink in the gilded mists wafting by. Beautiful! Oh my god! Take oh me my there. god! I Give go me there. a uh, inspiration board. Oh, <laughs> yes! You yes, yeah, you make a mood board for this. Yeah, I want a tower, Henry. Yeah. I want a tower, <laughs> and she wants it now. I want it now, mummy. <laughs> um, oh, you call Henry mommy? I do. <laughs> yep. When I'm demanding, honestly, things. it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> mummy, mummy, come here. <laughs> he is a mummy. I mean, in my in our group chat, I refer to you guys as Mumsy and Pupsy, and I think that Mumsy and Pupsy works perfectly for you. But I also never said that you're Pupsy. And Sometimes Henry I'm the daddy. Yes, you're the Pupsy. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms, and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com slash US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. She then realizes that she's very high up in the air as she's, like, getting her bearings. They've went out to a sort of platform high up in a tower, as is already there, with what she presumes is a Don Court attendant dressed in gold and ruby. Sick. More appears behind them, and as the attendant is escorting them up this exterior staircase, she mutters under her breath that if Reese ever feels the urge to build a new castle, that perhaps he should take inspiration here. So more sort of like, this is way better than what we have. What are you talking about? <laughs> I want to live in the night court so desperately. Take me to Valaris. I know, but this sounds like pretty good, too. I mean, all of them do. Like, even thinking of, like, Adriata as well. Like, not my scene, but how right. beautiful it would be to visit. I'm just not that big of a water person. I so. think I would go night court. Dawn court, summer court, spring court. Yeah, but how sick is autumn court? It is sick, but I don't know. I don't think it's my full vibe either. Really? No. I mean, you would crush it in autumn court. I'd crush it in autumn court. I'm made for autumn court. And I'll tame those bad boys. All of the brothers? Yeah, I'm going to tame them all, and they're all going to fight over me. Oh, that's fine. Sexually. That's they're going to sexually fight. Yeah, and I'll say, I'll be the high lady of the autumn court, because they're also going to bring that in, too. And they go, with that hair, bitch, of course you are. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> it's the hair it's of a high hair. lady. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're going to be a high lady, not a lady. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, that's how much they're—that's how I'm going to get them, like, of who's going to— whichever one makes me a high lady, that's the one I'll bang. Yeah, that's fair. You know? I'm glad I figured it out. Yeah, I'm glad we all figured this out together. Um, Reese looks offended at Moore saying this, and Feyre glances at Nesta and finds her filled with wonder in this moment. And it's a face she's probably not used to seeing on Nesta, that she's usually so guarded and, and the beauty before them is so grand that she can't hold it from her face. Feyre wonders if she looked like that the first time that she saw Valaris. The mix of awe and anger and the realization that the world was large and beautiful and sometimes so overwhelming in its wonder that it was impossible to drink it all down at once. 
I like that description because yeah. the, the I like the addition of anger. Yeah. When your small world gets bigger and maybe you've been told it's supposed to be small and be grateful for that. And then when you get out of it and you're just so confused and, and mad that there's all this other stuff out here. Well, especially think of how small her world would have been if she hadn't been, like, kidnapped and forced to turn Faye. Mm -hmm. It would have just been, like, this— village. Yes, and I'm sure that she's thinking about that quiet little village. Village. Every day like the one before. Yes, and I—like—I'd be angry at that. For sure. She had previously learned that there are other small cities amongst the towns in Dawn Court, so they are in— I'm looking at where the Dawn Court oh. is. Ah! Dawn Court is below the Day Court and above the Winter Court. Very, thank you for remembering. So, looks like this is over on the east side where the palace is. So, they're all meeting right here on this east coast. Sick. And, uh, yeah, so it's sort of in the middle-ish area. And um, they're in, like, their big city the capital or whatever you want to call it. And then she learns that there's other small cities amongst the towns in Don in like there's towns, there's cities, all there's a lot of people in Don Court and there are people specialized in tinkering and creating clever objects. <laughs> Make me a jack in the box, won't you? Isn't that also what Switzerland's known for? Because I called it Switzerland. Tinker? Recently. Tinker towns? Yeah, isn't it? Chocolate. Clocks? Isn't my wrong? Clocks. Chocolate. <laughs> Was spoken like real Americans. <laughs> what do they got? Mountains. Uh, I know they make that Swiss chocolate. Uh, cheese. Swiss cheese. Yeah, they make cheese. I know that there's, a, but I know that there are mountains. I thought that they were like known for like their clocks and their extensive. I think that's the wrong country. Great. Oh man, I'm gonna get people yelling at me. Um, I mean, I I can't even I can't even volley this. <laughs> Unless I go, Ugh. oh, you did. You volleyed, it. you volleyed it to somebody else. Yeah, there. Somebody All right, else's you problem. You deal with it. Thank you. Um, Reese asks down the bond if she also feels as though he needs to redecorate. And as she passes these lush, sun-filled rooms covered in silk and flowers, she doesn't really give him an answer. So he says down the bond <laughs> that well, he's the only one blessed with a high lady, even if their court is prettier. Oh, he's feeling all he's feeling all bashful over here. I know. Favorite blushes at his words, and he says mind to mind. Tonight I want you to wear that crown to bed. Only that crown. Goosh! Goosh! I want a crown so bad, and I want to only wear the crown atop this wig for my husband, mate. Of course, only in the sanctity of marriage. Yeah, obviously. Oh my god! I mean, you don't do any of those things outside of marriage. No, like wear just a crown. Oh, and to be asked to just wear the crown because, like, let's be real, I'm going to show up in the wig and the crown, whether Jeff wants me to or not. What is this? <laughs> and I go, uh, monsieur. And uh, he'll be like. Bow to your high lady. Ooh. And he's like, what? What? God damn it. <laughs> you in these fairy fuck books. I just got through an hour of traffic. <laughs> um, do you think the King Charles said the same thing to Camilla on the coronation? Oh, day yeah. Or? With how awkward <laughs> she looked. All the pictures of her just being like. Oh, oh. I want you to wear the crown. Only the crown. Ew, and, and my sausage fingers. Dust. Yeah. Oh, his sausage fingers. Do you, didn't he say he wanted to be her tampon back in the day? Yeah, dude. 
in their weird eroticisms. You know, somebody, not a sexy thing to be a tampon. No, but you know, helpful. <laughs> yeah, you think he was useful. <laughs> you think he was trying to be useful to her. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, that's Thank really you. nice. Thank and you. And then I'm going to throw you away. <laughs> yeah, flush you right down the toilet, clog the pipes. His sausage fingers clogging the pipes. His sausage fingers do look like tampons a little <laughs> they bit. They do. <laughs> Uh, um, oh, especially with how dry your pussy is, too. It's just like, <laughs> it's like putting like a size too big in for you yeah. when it's just like all dry. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, they all reach the top of the staircase and are greeted by a wide open air room. And before they round the very last spiral to see the full view of the room, Reese clarifies to the circle that Helion, Callius, and Thason are already there in the room. There is yet no sign of autumn, summer, or spring. <sighs> Before they make their grand appearance to the room, Reese makes sure everyone's shields are up in the inner circle just as precaution. Feyre can see the, how tense he is and how like, out of the ordinary he is not. He's, his regal, like, kind of arrogant face is sort of hidden right now. Well, usually and, he's also very, like, nonchalant. And, like, that's definitely, like, what he goes mm-hmm. after. So to be that openly tense, he's got to be really tense. Yeah, because he it, they're about to reveal themselves in a certain way. He yeah. Probably is not comfortable with it. He's going to whip out his penis and he's going to jerk off in front of everybody and everyone's going to go, yay, yay, yay. They are? Yeah. Okay. I would. Um, I mean, let's be real. In a real meeting, it would be difficult if like Holden just came in, whipped out his penis and be like, I'm not yaying at that. Oh, I thought you were going to say Holden would come in and say, I'm not actually a monster. It's all been a facade. (laughs) After almost 20 years? Wow. I'm a very serious person. Get him an acting job. If he can act. Man, even the bumps are an act. He, like, pulls the bumps off. He's like, even this was made out of clay. Oh, my God. That is some Andy In case you you didn't know, Holden's got bumps. He's got bumps. I don't know. If, I don't know if people now know about his bumps as much as they used to. Yeah, we don't talk about his bumps as much anymore. We do He's a ask father. him to go to the doctor, though. He won't. You know, he's like. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, as Feyre reads all of this on him, she utters the phrase that she says to him often in various iterations: "I see all of you, Reese, and there is not one part." I do not love with everything that I am. Oh. He feels obviously comforted by this, and he, he picks her hand up and places it at his elbow. You will bow to no one, was all he replied. Ooh. Oh, with the crown on. Oh, oh. They enter the chamber at the start of chapter 43 and find a circle of oak chairs um, centered in the room. And instead of a table in the middle, a stunning reflection pool. Its dark water was laden with pink and gold water lilies, the pads broad and flat as a male's hand. And beneath them, pumpkin and ivory fish lazily swam about. Is that just a koi fish? Maybe. Sorry. Maybe. It would just, I, in my brain, be like, just say koi fish. But maybe it's not a koi fish. Maybe and it's they're not. They're just pumpkin and ivory. You're being, you're judgmental. I'm being fishous. You're being fishous. <laughs> <laughs> Never vicious, only fishous. Fishous. <laughs> this. I admitted to Reese. I might need to have. 
And I agree. That sounds awesome. Yes. Give me a fucking reflecting pool. In the middle. Ugh. I feel like I'd fall into it. I'd get a, I'd get hot too high. Hey, Michael and Scott. Like, it oh, oh, damn reflection pool. But it's so pretty, though. Yeah. You just put a safety, uh, like, ledge You put a gate around, like a baby gate (laughs) around it. This is for Jackie. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to open the baby gate, so I'm just like, I just want to look inside of the pond. (laughs) I want to relax. (laughs) Let me relax. Um, And at one of these, seated at one of these chairs is what Feyre describes as a slender, beautiful male, which is the son. She recognizes him from under the mountain, but has not interacted with him before. Around him are a collection of winged guards of feather, not bat skin. Not like our bat boys. Different wings. Different wings. Reese explains down the bond that Thazan has a small army of these winged creatures called peregrines, cousins to Dracon Seraphim. I believe that the peregrines is a reference to peregrine falcons. Ah! Which is a type of bird of prey in the in the earth. Hell yeah, earth man world. of the earth, man. Hell yeah. Peregrine is loosely translated from Latin as traveler. Oh, mm, interesting. interesting. Fun oh. fact for you. Feyre oh. notes that peregrines are both male and female soldiers. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Reese goes on. The male on his left is his captain and lover. Love that. No mating bond yet. So that's got to be a difficult position to be in both your captain and your lover. Must really, really love that D. But all I'm thinking Um, about is him having sex with this big winged man. So this is interesting because it's one of the first queer love stories so far in Akatar. The Seraphim Nephi in that story, as far as uh, as the storytelling goes, she was married to a female fae. But I believe that's. The only that's the first one so far. And I think that's really interesting and notable. And I know that there's been some criticism of of Sarah J. Moss for seemingly some people feel like she tacked on queer stories late in the series. And I I really have no idea whether there was a plan for her to do that or not. I also Um, wonder if she grew up and times change. Like, I I think. Yeah, I, I do also wonder that because, like, you have to remember, she wrote this. 15 years ago? When she was 19, and right. it was, like, very different. Not saying that she—I I don't think there's any evidence to say she was, like, anti-queer. I feel like she probably just wasn't thinking about it, to be right. honest. And, like, of course, everybody is—you're entitled to feel how you feel about it, and your feelings are valid on it. But I, I don't think there's any um, evidence to say that she intentionally kept queer stories out. And then, you know, like I've brought up before, as— uh, as far as we know, and I'm guessing, but she seems to be a straight cis woman. So, you know, as when she was a teenager and not, there was not a lot of queer representation, she probably just didn't po- think about it. Also, but, it is very possible that it was included earlier. And remember, writers have to give a lot towards publishers and what they want as well. And because they were YA novels, it's possible since it was written as long ago as it was, yeah. which in the turn, like not that long ago, but in the scheme of what has changed oh, yeah. over the last 15 years. It's been a lot of stuff going on. And and she's just cutting her teeth as a new writer 15 years ago. Yeah. I do wonder if it like could be something like that where she felt that she couldn't write those stories. Yeah, for sure. And also, there's always the the, the conversation about how much... You, maybe that even if she wants to show representation, like maybe she shouldn't be telling like 
queer stories for people if she's not, if she's queer. not queer. So, you know, it's just an interesting thing. And I think that she she is as a human being seems to really want to have inclusivity in all of her stories. So I think as a I would consider myself more straight than anything. But I, I think it's nice she's including them here and, and moving forward. And as a queer baby, I just want everyone to have sex with each other. Yeah. So um, that's all I care about is consensual sex and everyone smiling. Yeah, that's myth. That's what I, we all should want. But I am fishous, so don't bring up. Don't talk about guppy. Don't bring up uh, a peckered. Is that a fish? You ran out of fish already. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was like searching my brain. I was like shark. I'm like shark's not a fish. Whale. Cod. Not a fish. San- all yeah, the tuna. All the ones that we eat. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even think of those. I came up with a fish instead. That's how fishist I am. Yeah, and you don't think that they should they should be friends with each other. No, I don't, I don't think they should be in the same ponds. <laughs> <laughs> Any hoozle. Unless they're all going to start having sex with each other, then, then I support yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, this is our first real gander at all of the high lords. So I It's to hard to do, keep them separated. I, I know. All right, offspring. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to do just a quick review as each of them appear. So again, this is Thaisan. And I don't know. Do you want to read this? It's basically yeah, sure. clips from the book, but it's from. We're, I'm using a lot of the Akatar wiki for some of these things because they have a really succinct kind of um, Wikipedia uh, style description. Yeah, so just using that. Thaisan is said to glow brightest of all the High Lords. He is slender and has brown skin and hair, kissed with gold, as if sunrise had permanently gilded them and upswept eyes. The rich brown of freshly tilled fields were his loveliest feature. Thaisan's voice is deep and rich like his eyes. I like the uh, the artist who does the portraits for the Akatar wiki. Is, I really like the representation that they do. Um, so that's Thaisan the Dawn Court fella. And he greets the night court pleasantly enough. He He's, again, very neutral. He's like the Switzerland. So he, um, you know, is fine with everybody and Feyre notes that this is the first time that some of the courts have seen Reese's wings and so he kind of notes them but doesn't say anything she she stays at Reese's side which would be uncommon for a high lord's lady and so she tests out his reaction he kind of gazes over her and sees that her tattoo is now on the other arm and that she's wearing rather big ass crown on her head interesting yeah while he looks slightly surprised, he doesn't say anything about that either. Then Callius approaches. So Callius is the High Lord of the Winter Court. The High Lord of the Winter Court is a handsome fay with white hair and skin so pale he looked frozen. Even his crushing blue eyes seemed like chips hewn from a glacier. As a member of the Winter Court, he tends to wear fur even in the summer, and as their High Lord... He wears a crown of ice. That would be very uncomfortable. I know. Isn't it always dripping? I guess you have the magic so it's not dripping. Mm-mm. Yeah. Don't um, be dripping. That's what I'll say to it. Then don't maybe be dripping. That's, that's, like, that's all he has to say and then it doesn't. Except my problem with Callius is that I don't know if you ever watched Adventure Time, but um, I think of the Ice King when thinking of Callius. So in my brain, he looks just like that. But that is a very silly comparison to make. Oh, I don't. I never watched Adventure Time. Oh, I'm about but to is show. he not? He's not a sexy ice. No, ice 
goddess. No, he looks like this. Oh, yeah, I know. I have seen that <laughs> that character about the internet before. Yeah, so if you look up the Ice King, which also, <laughs> oh, sad storyline. Don't even get me started. Um, it makes me very sad to look at him. Well, but also, I like the character. Well, that's not who's here. No, we've got this hot, He is much more fuckable. Ice baby. <laughs> yeah, he is much more fuckable. At this particular meeting, he wore a jacket of royal blue embroidered with silver thread its collar and sleeves dusted with white rabbit fur. He has three courtiers with him. One is a beautiful young female who grins at Moore, and then Moore screeches and runs into this fae's arms. Then they were laughing and crying and dancing around each other, pausing to study each other's faces, to wipe away tears, and then embracing again. So it's clear that Moore is friends with this winter court woman who we haven't met yet, so... SJM leans into women friendships a lot. She talks about it in, in interviews and how important they are to her personally. And you see that in Crescent City, which is a, almost more of a love story between best friends than anything. Oh. 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 <laughs> With love, all is possible. Oh. Um, <clears throat> Crescent City so good. It's so good. <laughs> So not as sexy though, not as sexy. No, a lot of edging. Whoa, <laughs> Jesus! Wow, <Christ>. throbbing. <sighs> but so, it's one of those two words. Like I feel like you know, edging is fun, but you, I need release. I know. I there need was, release. I could not believe how long that that I was like shaking. You gotta be kidding! Shaking, me. holding <laughs> this out, you son of a bitch, you son of a bitch, mass. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So Moore and Callius, this is companion who we don't know yet, our old chums. Both Reese and Callius make jokes about it, like, you know, to the women. But then when Reese tries to commiserate with Callius about it, he's not interested. Instead, he loves a cold stare Reese's way, as though analyzing him. Feyre is not surprised, as Morgan has explained previously, that there is tension between the night and winter courts from something that occurred under the mountain. Mm. Then the other high lord in the room, Helion, makes his way towards them. Feyre is distracted by a memory of her father regarding some jewelry that he had acquired from somewhere in the far southeast, which is, I believe she's referring to somewhere off the map. Off map! Off map! We're off map here. So she sees Helion and she's immediately drawn to this like memory of her father who had always done trade in these like far off lands. And he had gotten some kind of jewelry from this very foreign to her palace. And she describes the land where this necklace came from as containing, quote, swaying date palms and sand swept palaces. She found. So maybe she was out of Palm Springs. Oh, she's out of Palm Springs. That's where he got it. You know, all the Palm Springs jewelry. Mm. They've got the. Oh, they got date shakes everywhere out there. Oh, they really do. Um, she found the necklace mesmerizing as a child and recalls it. At whatever reason, it's just drawing that memory as the high fae approaches her, though she's not sure why. So Helion again is the high lord of the day court. Helion is a shimmering high fae with dark brown skin and onyx hair. He is very muscular and wears a glimmering crown of golden spikes. His legs and thighs are described to be muscular and in good shape. He moves with languid grace and power and is described as the sun personified. Wow. And he has amber eyes. Wow. Amber eyes. At this meeting, he's dressed in what sounds like maybe a toga or a robe. Something that's showing his thighs off, though. And his arms. If you've got gams and bars, got gams and bars of arms? Yeah. If you got guns. it, you should bombs and guns. Gams and guns. I was like, I knew there's got to be a phrase or something. I don't think that is a phrase, but I like it. Gams and guns. I like Show it. Show them off. Show them what you got, honey. <laughs> um. So yeah. So he's like, he's wearing basically a white bolt of fabric wrapped in folds around him. A cuff shaped like a serpent is wrapped around his arms. Sick. The way she describes his entourage in in robes of rich dyes of cobalt, crimson, and amethyst, with some donning coal-lined eyes, it seems as though she's perhaps using Egyptian inspiration for this court. That's what I'm getting from it. Um, Feyre recalls that the day court's claim to fame is spell cleaving. Cool. And the possessors of knowledge with massive collections of tomes and libraries. They are a learned people. So he's not only really hot, he's also really smart, and he's the sun personified. Okay. But they can't – she doesn't know what their sort of situation is with Helion at this point. So she's sort of like keeping him at arm's length, just Mm -hmm. like looking him over. She doesn't know if he's friendly or not. And 
that sh- then at that, at that moment she realizes it's his power that causes her to glow when she and fair when she and <laughs> when she and Rizond are coupling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Man, it would be really annoying to glow, you know, because like you don't always want the lights on. Oh yes, yeah, sometimes you're just you want like, the lights on. like ah ah like just under. I just imagine like a really bright light like this, where you're just like all every wrinkle is seen. No, no, no. It's just, it's like a like a blurring. Like a soft box. Oh, okay, yeah. it's a soft. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I heard she's got one of them too. She's got one of soft boxes. Come out. Got one of them. Sun person. Sun person. Sun personified. She thinks that he is the only high fae uh, who doesn't seem surprised by Rizan's wings. So all of the other high lords were sort of, they didn't, nobody said anything, but they didn't know he had wings. Mm-hmm. He, Helion seemed to not be surprised by this. Um, he sets his sights then on Feyre and says, does Tamlin know what she is? Helion leveled a flat look at him. Does he know she is your mate and high lady? Whoa, out and really fast. Cat's out of the bag. Yeah, man, real fast. Everyone in the room is kind of stunned and they're like, high lady, high lady, But they see the crown. Yeah. Wait, do, wait, do the other, do the ladies wear crowns? I don't think, I think. Maybe they were a little diadems. Like tiny like what ones. I have on. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like, got like a big old fat crown yeah, on. Yeah, dude. So, and also, they didn't, none of all of them knew that they were mated either. So, Callius's companion, and who's Moore's friend, whose name is Vivian and also has turned out to be Callius's wife, is shooketh by all mm-hmm. of this news. Because she ain't got. No high lady for Callius, that's for Man, sure. Man, that must be stirring up so much trouble for the other high lords, like getting home, like, beep, 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 beep. Oh, they're going to be Oh, she's a high trouble. lady. Why am I not a high lady? Yeah. I mean, I know I would. I would be bip, bip, bipping, and you'd be bipping into bopping. a grave. Right in their fucking ear. Yeah, man. So whenever Helion asks this, Rison responds, I guess they're going to find out how Tamlin's going to react if he shows up. Things are all a little bit tense while they are all getting settled in and they're all like getting, you know, addressing one another, except for Vivian and Moore, who are just having a great old time. Yeah, dude. But then Helion notices Nesta. Who's your friend? He basically asks. Nesta isn't cowed. She stares back at him. And it's Feyre who answers that it is her sister who was the emissary to the human lands, and she's here to tell her story later today. He points out the obvious that she's a fae. I mean, fair question. Why would a fae want to be a human emissary? I mean, just obviously with the night court, if you know the night court, you would know why they would have a human emissary. But if you don't know them, know them, you wouldn't know them. No, so now it's just like, what are, what are you guys doing? It seems yeah. like a trick. And Vivian says no shit under her breath and more snort says he says she's not a human. Um, Thazon asks, who made Nesta? Nesta stares down the high lords. Don't you think that's a bit of like, I feel like that's a um, an, a a vulnerable question to ask someone. Well, it's a very arrogant high lord question to ask. Yes. Because you feel entitled to everything To the, all the, to time. the answer to it. We're just like, none ya, Okay. Nanya. Mm-mm. Man, I love responding with Nanya. And then someone goes, what? And go, Nanya business. Yeah. She I should. I wish Nesta was. It's the, be- it's the best comeback of all time. Nanya. Um, yeah, I'm pretty. 
cool. You are. <laughs> As I still hit on myself and stare at myself in the monitor. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey. Oh. Um, <laughs> she, but she's not. She's not going to be intimidated by these questions. Mm-mm. And she stares them all down, and she tells them straight. It was Highburn who made me. Feyre wants this moment to end, so she escorts her sister over to the chair set behind the Lord's Circle. And Magister's like, oh, okay, all right, all right. Why don't we just get her sit down? Let's just yeah. get her over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, she also continues to explain to the room about the cauldron and Elaine and everything that's happened. She doesn't mince words, saying that it was because of Tamlin's actions all of this happened. And Helion says that's a pretty heavy accusation to make about your former lover. And she follows back that it was not an accusation. It was no such thing. It's what happened. Mm-hmm. She feels Reese's pride go down the bond at her assertiveness. And then Vivian muttered to Callius, jabbing him in the ribs. Why can't I be high lady as well? Beep, 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 boop. A bit of time passes, and they are all still awaiting the other's arrival. While they wait, they sit around the reflection pool, eat and drink, and I want to go to this room, Mummy! Mummy! (laughs) Henry, get in here and give her this room! (laughs) Give her a reflection pool! She doesn't ask for much! But I want to go to the Dawn Court now! (laughs) Um, Do you talk about the world of the Fae toward Henry as much as I talk to Jeff about it? Do you keep him in a prison? I think so much of our conversations are steeped around horrible crimes. We never mm. get to the... Oh, you never get to the horny side. I mean, we do. We get to other horny sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah just not fey horny no. sides. Mm-mm. Okay. I just feel like it would feel like to him that he is... Uh, Jeff has referred to it as a mind prison. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's so there's... I just didn't know if both of our partners were feeling like they were trapped <laughs> you know, he's not trapped with me. <laughs> he, he loves knows. me. I'm his high lady. <laughs> Look at how hot I am. You are. So you can say whatever you want. Yeah, I can say whatever I want. Um, he's but he knows he's trapped. Oh yeah, he loves um, it. So uh, it's better than Riverdale. I was like, well, you you, you like have to hear about Riverdale as much. At least this cuts into the Riverdale conversations. Correct. I hope he respects and appreciates. You're welcome. That. Yeah. So they're all going through, like, very clipped conversations as they're sitting in this circle around this beautiful pool waiting for the other lords to show up. Except for Moore and Vivian, who are just gabbing away over many years of catching up on gossip. And by the way, Vivian um, also has silver white hair and blue eyes, like I guess most of Winter Court members seem to have. Man, how hot is that court? Like, too frigid for my jams, but like I could see many people slithering on into the winter court, like digging how frigid they are. I mean, you know they, I mean? it reminds me of, uh, from Game of Thrones, what's that fam- the um, Khaleesi's family. Yes, oh yeah, 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 the Mother of Dragons and all that shit. I forget what their last names are, but that's what they look Targaryen? like. Targaryen? Targaryens, yeah. That's what they look like. Um, through this conversation, Feyre, who is sitting with Moore and Vivian, uh, learn a bit about the background of Vivian and Callius. So Vivian hadn't been with Callius under the mountain. She wasn't under the mountain at all. They were friends growing up, and Callius had been in love with her oh. the whole time without her knowing. Oh. 
when Amarantha pulls... I want that story. Yeah. I also want, like, I, I want that as a side story as well, because the second I heard about their love and then, like, how much they love each other and how they're, like, besties, but then also Callius is so frozen, but she's so warm, so I want to know how that story went. I know, right? Sarah, please! I mean, she has so many side quest stories. She's got um, so much to write. I know. I can't put pressure on her. Get to that typewriter. That's how I imagine she writes. <laughs> Man, both of us are really good at type. Like, there wasn't a typewriter here. I know you thought that there was a typewriter in the room, but there wasn't. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I'd even be able to figure out how to work a typewriter. I try. You never um, had a type. We had a typewriter. Yeah, we had a typewriter back in the My day. My grandma had one. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember it, though. It's I mean, really I annoying it. because you can't delete. You got to go white it out. Yeah, you gotta the, you gotta get to a little white on there. Ugh. 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 Um, <laughs> yes, it takes a long time to write a letter. Uh, so who's got that kind of time? Nobody. I'd be like, see you never. Yeah, no, I mean nowadays nobody's got fucking time to write no. a goddamn type no. letter. Um, except for Tom Hanks, he loves him. Oh, he does love typewriters. Yeah, I don't think he's using those typewriters. I think he's, he's, he's just writing. writing letters to Chet. Please be stop. better. Please stop doing Please these stop things. acting like this. Um, glang, 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 glang. <laughs> so whenever Amarantha pulled the stunt where she tricked all of the high lords, he used the last of his magic, just like Reese used his to reach out to his circle. Callius used the last of his magic to tell Vivian that he loved her oh. and begs her to protect the people of their court when oh. he was trapped. And so she did. She took up a leadership role in the Winter Court and also offered safe harbor for refugees that and was protecting the court's citizens during that 49 years. Throughout it all, she sought out a way to release Callias and during that time of separation realized that she had also loved him. The day that Amarantha died, <laughs> the day that Amarantha died, he winnowed straight to her and she kisses him for the first time before they exchange any words. He proposed to her right there, and they were married within the hour. <gasps> then when they were sealing the marriage, oh. their mating bonds snapped in place. Pharisees Callie. No soup? No soup. You got to be souping me. I hope they had so- soup after. At least you got to replenish. She must be hungry. I mean, like, it's just like this whole thing, like, you did that you saved him, and then you kiss, and then you first time kiss and proposal and marriage all in one night. And fucking give me a break. I need, I like... Let me like get excited about it for a couple of weeks at least. I guess, but it was a forty-nine year waiting period. Yeah, I guess they were done waiting. Yeah. Um, so Ferris sees Callius watching his mate with love and tenderness, and then glances to Helion, who is watching her and Nesta intensely. So there is like Callius obviously has the ability to be tender and of like course. loving. But you also have to remember they're going to this meeting to show up with their bitch faces on. Right. Like they're not coming in all warm and like, yo, bro. Like, no, they all, it's very tense. So it's like, I get why he's so frigid and the ice crown. Gotta suck. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, what if he has like ice panties on? Oh, but maybe he has to do that to make sure that he doesn't get hard. <laughs> like so he's hanging out with Vivian, up, yeah. he doesn't want to be hard, put them ice panties on. Yeah, maybe. That's um, a good thing to have, so it's like you wear them to funerals. I mean, your pants will be all wet, but like just to make sure that nothing's happening. But then we're going to get all wet, so I guess it can't do it for someone that has a vulva. 
I, um, I am worried about a person who gets constant boners at funerals. I mean, <laughs> that's, that sounds like I maybe talk to a doctor. You thing. know, intrusive thoughts happen. And you're yeah. like, please, no, please don't be hard. <laughs> Is that what happens? <laughs> ice panties, I guess. <laughs> Get out the ice panties. <laughs> uh, well, with like also with more being friends with Vivian, I already assumed he wasn't like a monster because if more considers Vivian a good person and a friend, she's not going to be, like, in love with a terrible no, person. No, he must be a good person. I mean, Faye, not person. Oh. Oh. No, they use person. They use people. Thank the cauldron. For the face. Thank the cauldron. Um, so an hour passes by during this time, which is why she got to learn about Vivian's background. And finally, Thesan makes an announcement. Tarquin has arrived. Uh-oh. Nervous or not. Rubies. Yeah, it's going to be Aki, but they it's happening. So they yeah. just got to let it happen. All right. Tarquin appears from the same steps as the night court had from the exterior spiral. And they see as he crests the top that he has brought with him Criseida and Varian. She watches as Varian looks around, hopefully for, I don't know, someone. someone. Only to be disappointed. He then spots Cassian. I'm surprised Amran. I would be like, yeah, let me go see my boy fee. She can't. She can't. Sh- she's like, I don't care. Mm. I don't Ugh, care. I'm so not that person. I so care. Like, I'm so just like, again, I got to school every day because I would see my crush between first and second period. And that was the only reason why I ever went to first period my senior year of school, because I got to see my crush just for a glimpse between Aww. first and second period because I'm that thirsty. Oh, that's cute. I mean, just so I can stare, just so I can go, oh, if he would just love me. And he never did. I'm fine. I'm past it. <laughs> <laughs> just letting you finish it out. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, well, she doesn't wear her heart on her sleeve, mm-hmm. Amran. She's got a lot of other things on her mind. She's you know? got some other stuff. But if you recall, she was wearing the blood uh, blood rubies under her shirt That's during the That's such a badass move to be like, oh, yeah, you want to give me a blood ruby? I'm going to fucking wear it. Yeah, I think it's cute. Yeah, I think it's cute because it's his. It's because it's his quartz thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, she's gushy under there. And I'm not is. talking vulvas. I'm talking she's got a gushy heart in there. She's got a little softy in there. Yeah. So... She's got ice panties on. She's got ice panties on. <laughs> so then Varian spots Cassian after he can't find Amran and then scowls at him, to which Cassian returns a, a grin at this scowl. And then Favor remembers that he's been banned from entering the summer court because he said he once wrecked just one building. He says that's how it is. What did he do? Was he like play fighting? What did he do? I wonder. But but Varian and him are obviously not, like not on the friends. best of terms. So Tarquin just completely ignores the night court, which is a, is better than perhaps the alternative. Yes. So and also the high road to take in this. Yes. The high lord road. The high lord road. Just as they get settled in with Tarquin now joining the group, there's a whisper rumbling through the room that Baron has arrived. Uh-oh. And has brought all of his sons with him, save Lucian. More and Feyre exchanged glances. The violence simmering off my friends was enough to boil the pool at our toes. As the High Lord of Autumn filed through the archway, his sons in rank behind him, his wife, hello, <laughs> Lucian's mother, at his side. 
Her russet eyes scanned the room, as if looking for that missing son. They settled instead on Helion, who gave her a mocking incline of his dark head. She quickly averted her gaze. Interesting. Hmm. Who, me? With this beautiful hair? Don't you want to just have sex with me? That's Who are you what talking I'm, to? I was talking to myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's interesting. There was a little moment there with those. Yeah. Fae. With the sun personified. Okay. Mm. And she's fire. Okay. Wow. So Feyre recalls that Lucian's mother had saved her life under the mountain once when she was given the impossible task of cleaning the floors with dirty water. But then we get the High Lord of the Autumn Court, and he is and a jerk off. Hate him. His name's Baron Vencera. One of the only wait, is surnames the right thing for the last name? Mm-hmm. So Vencera is one of the only surnames we ever end up getting from people. I don't know why that is. Maybe we'll learn. But um, he's a real chud who's way over 500 years old. He's actually older than any of the other high lords and is tall, slender faced, handsome brown hair. Um, just kind of a, uh, a real dick in the real, bag. A real dick in the bag. Um, he's again, like, I think like the King of Highburn, he kind of looks like he's like in his forties, which means he's like really, really really old. So all of his sons sneer their little sneery faces off at the rest of the room. What's your best sneer face? I think I look more like, um, uh, in Hocus Pocus. Yeah, you you did do that for Kathy and Jimmy. What's your other? You got to give me a good sneer. Okay, you need a sneer. That's a very good sneer. I mean, I was talking not that long ago that I I apologize. You're not going to be able to see this. That um, I don't think I know how to frown because like I was frowning like this, (laughs) and I did that to Jeff the other day, and he's just like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm frowning," and he's like, "That's not. That's what that." He's like, "You look like you're about to." puke like you look like you have a frog in your mouth currently and I was like how are you supposed to frown do you know how to frown <laughs> I mean, you know what it is is that you look mad and I think it's more yeah. like frowning is more like um, disappointed because like I feel like pouty I can do mm. oh I'm pouty look at me in my hot I'm hot and I'm pouty very good thank you mm-hmm. um I'm, uh, I turned myself on. All right. All right. Oh, do I need a, like a little water bottle? <laughs> I do need to be sprayed down, uh, especially because I might dress as the Lady of Autumn Court again next week. You should. You should do. Yeah. Wear some different uh, okay. of her fits. Okay. Um, so their sneering faces are so sneerified that. The rest of the room starts to get sort of up in arms, like bristling. That's a lot of sneers. If all the high lords are like, "Whoa!" Um, and when Baron doesn't, when Baron doesn't stop them, Eris turns to his other three brothers and says, "Enough." The entire room is tense. None I more just than imagine more them again. just like overtly like. Mm, mm, <laughs> no, it's, mm. it's like okay, back up. Um, yeah, and so Eris finally has to calm them down. Um, the entire room is tense, none more than Morrigan. Who knows? Uh. She must face Eris with bravery. But she also keeps their secret alliance a secret. 
from Vivian. So I mean, not you everyone... haven't seen this woman in, what, hundreds of years? Yeah. I, maybe don't be giving out secrets right away. But, like, the Night Court is going through this dance of not only having to deal with Baron, but also that they're in this secret alliance with Eris at the same time. So Eris can't act like they know each other and they're all just, like, trying to do this game. Yeah. It's hard to be a high lord or lady. Yes. So... Um, as as the Vinceris clan sits, Feyre notes that all the chairs are filled. She assumes that means that Tamlin has never even responded and will not be attending this. Thaisan, as host, began. Resond, you have called this meeting, pushed us together sooner than we intended. Now would be the time to explain what is so urgent. Rieslik's taken aback and... Is kind of like the big war that just the battle. Oh, Summer Court just got attacked. We got attacked. Like, what are we talking about here? Of course, that. And then Helion asks him if what he intends is to have all of the courts unite against Highburn. And Rizan responds in the affirmative Yes, I want all of us to come together to prevent this island from being taken by a bunch of assholes. But then. He suddenly stopped short. It was almost the same, the entrance. Almost the same as that night in my family's old cottage, when the door had shattered and a beast had charged in with the freezing cold and roared at us. He did not bother with the landing balcony or the escorts. He did not have an entourage. Like a crack of lightning, vicious as a spring storm, he winnowed into the chamber itself and my blood went colder than Callius's ice panties as Tamlin appeared and smiled like a wolf. <laughs> oh, he does have ice panties. <laughs> he, he said it in It the says book. it right there. It says it in the book. <laughs> <laughs> Tamlin! We hate him, but he showed up. What kind of mess are they going to get into next week? I don't even know, dude, because a lot is going to come from this meeting, y'all. I'd be quivering in my own little corset if I was Feyre in this moment because yeah, you don't know what kind of bullshit. Because she just destroyed his entire court. Yeah, especially when they're like, oh, he, did, he showed up with no escorts. Yeah, because he doesn't have any. Yeah. He doesn't have anybody that supports him anymore. He's completely alone, which is... What she fucking was trying to do, man. Yeah. And I mean, granted, not blaming her entirely. He also brought this upon himself. Oh, he did it to himself. Oh, for sure. But, you know, there are moments that I still feel really sad for him. I think that, like, uh, especially as we go through the rest of this, I think it'll be good for us to explore more about his character and to talk more and about our how feelings we feel about, about him. it. Yes, we need to talk about how we feel about it because it's not black and white. It's not. That's not how the world works, even in Prithian. No, it's just like, so he's got a journey as well, and mm-hmm. we might need to be a little bit more warm towards Tamlin, even though we don't like him right now, but yeah. just give him a break, okay? Because he's got to go through a bogus journey. Yeah. And he also is like, he's got a lot of trauma as well. Not saying he's like a necessarily a good person, but, but he's not a monster. He's not a monster. He's not. I. There's a lot. Obviously, he's made huge mistakes. Really done really bad things, but is he redeemable so far? I think so. I think so, but, but I guess we'll find out. We'll see. I don't 
It doesn't. All right. I'm not going to say anything. No, you want to say it so bad. I want to talk about it so bad. And we like totally can't talk about it yet. So we're going to talk about it in the future. Yeah, we will. We will. And now we're going to go because Jackie is not going to be able to keep her hands off herself for any longer. (laughs) No, I'm stapling this to my head. Oh, no, don't. Please. Jackie, please don't. Please read up until part three. Hi, lady. And now dudes grappling with erotica for educational purposes only. Featuring Marcus Parks and Henry Zabrowski. My hands shot into his hair, pulling him closer as I answered each of his searing kisses with my own, unable to get enough, unable to touch and feel enough of him. Mm-hmm. Skin to skin, Reese nudged me towards the bed, his hands kneading my rear as I ran my own over the velvet softness of him, over every hard plane and ripple. His beautiful, mighty wings tore from his back, splaying wide before neatly tucking in. Yep. My thighs hit the bed behind us, and Reese paused, trembling, giving me time to reconsider, even now. My heart strained, but I pulled my mouth from his, held his gaze as I lowered myself under the white sheets and inched back. Mm. Further and further onto the bed, until I was bare before him. Until I took in the considerable, proud length of him, Mm. and my core tightened in answer. Reese, I breathed, his name a plea on my tongue. His wings flared, chest heaving as stars sparked in his eyes. It was the longing there, beneath the desire, beneath the need. It was the longing in those beautiful eyes that made me glance to the mountains tattooed on his knees. Yep, look at him. The insignia of this court, our court. The promise that he would kneel for no one and nothing but his crown and me. Yep. Mine. He was mine. I sent the thought down the bond. Mm. No playing, no delaying. I wanted him on me, in me. I needed to feel him, hold him, share breath with him. Mm. He heard the edge of desperation, felt it through the mating bond flowing between us. His eyes did not leave mine as he prowled over me, every movement graceful as a stalking plane's cat. Yes, very much so. Interlacing our fingers, his breathing uneven, Reese used a knee to nudge my legs apart and settle between them. Let me get in there. Carefully, lovingly, he laid our joined hands beside my head as he guided himself into me and whispered in my ear. You're mine too. At the first nudge of him, I surged forward to claim his mouth. I dragged my tongue over his teeth, swallowing his groan of pleasure as my hips rolled in gentle thrusts, and he pushed in and in and in. Home. This was home. Gross. And when Reese was seated to the hilt, when he paused to let me adjust to the fullness of him, I thought I might explode in a moonlight and flame, thought I might die from the sheer force of what swept through me. My pants were edged with sobs as I dug my fingers into his back and Reese withdrew slightly to study my face. To read what was there. Never again. He promised as he pulled out, then thrust back in with excruciating slowness. He kissed my brow, my temple. My darling Pharaoh. Beyond words, I moved my hips, urging him deeper, harder, 
resubliged me. I'll get in there. With every moment, every shared breath, every whispered endearment and moan, that mating bond I'd hidden so far inside myself grew brighter, clearer. And when it again shone as brilliantly as adamant, my release cascaded through me. There you go. Leaving my skin glowing like a newborn star in its wake. Just like a newborn star in its wake. At the sight of it, right as I dragged my finger down the sensitive inside of his wing, Reese shouted my name. Feyre! And found his pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, babies! For more fairy talk and hot touch, join us every week here on LPN Deep Dive's Akatar, available wherever you get your podcasts. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, Go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com slash US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan.